Welcome to Top Deck Insight, our podcast on all things Magic the Gathering. I'm Sam, followed by my co-host Josh and Sarah. We're three friends who love MTG, and we've created this podcast to share our experience with you. If you like what we do, you can find us on Twitter and YouTube at Top Deck Insight. We also have a website, topdeckinsight.co.uk. Now let's get into the episode. Disclaimer, uh, I'm a bit nasally today, unfortunately, so my voice might sound a bit different. This is Sam speaking, and there's Josh and Sarah by my side. Mm-hmm. Um, how have you guys done with magic this week? What, what have you guys been up to? Um, what have I been up to? I'm thinking about changing one of my decks. Uh-huh. So I have a Kai Carla Winds Fury Storm deck. I think I've said this before, but I... I Mm. I think I want to change to a more kind of esoteric commander in the same colours. Uh, mm-hmm. So I was thinking um, Shu Yun, the Silent Tempest. Okay, what about um, it? So it's a blue creature. It's 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 blue, but it has um, red white abilities, which yeah. means it, it turns on all the Jeskai colours as your commander. Yeah, it has the Jeskai colour identity, uh, and I think its ability is. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, uh, target creature you control gets double strike to end a turn. That seems good. Yeah. Um, and I do think I'll have Kaikar in the deck, and I'll probably play it similarly. Like Instead of Storm to win, it will be probably like Prowess to Prowess, win. Prowess, yeah. I think um, that'd be way more fun. Um, a little bit more interactive. It will be way worse than Storm for sure. Because you're playing against other people. <laughs> well, that said, uh, the kind of uh, the very, very popular commander that's used with prowess decks in EDH is Elsha of the Infinite. Yeah. So Elsha's really powerful. It's a creature in Jeskai colors. Mm-hmm. I think it's like one red, blue, white to cast. Mm-hmm. And it has the ability, something like um, uh, you may look at the top card of your library at any time. You may cast the top card of the library at any time, mm-hmm. as long as it's a non-creature card. And you may cast that card as though it had flash. That's really good. So it's basically, yeah, infinite draw and flash speed yeah. for... And, and that, Having access that's... to you at the top of your library is really powerful. Oh, yeah. yeah yes, especially yeah. in Commander, you just extend your hand by so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and Elsha is a really powerful commander. Um, and I do want Elsha in the deck, but I don't want to play Elsha because it's so... Uh, I want to say like it's very very it's I think it's just really powerful. Yeah. So I'd rather play Shu Yun and then have Elsha El- in the ninety nine somewhere. You can always switch it around as well. Like that seems like a really yeah. easy switch. You don't have to change the deck too much to switch yeah. it. That's really cool. So are you planning to do so just normal non creature spells? What kind of non creature spells in mind? Do you have like cantrips or are you playing like big ones like uh, time walk effects? I think that red cantrips might be the way that I go. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there are lots of ways to generate tons of red mana, Kaikar being one of them, mm-hmm. um, and then stuff like Magmatic Insight, yeah. Jessica's Will, things like that. Uh, so I think red cantrips, or, or red spells that let me dig and draw and things and draw like that, yeah. um, to trigger prowess, and then a bunch of prowess creatures. Makes sense. Yeah, I think that's There's what I'm also, uh, with Strixhaven, you have access to all the Magecraft ones, as well as prowess. Yes. Yeah. yeah, this is true. Uh, Magecraft is something I want to have a look at as well. Mm-hmm. I do want to keep it within this kind of like monk-ish theme. Okay, um, yeah. Because I really like a lot of the artwork on a lot of the monk cards. Yeah. Is monk a creature type? I don't think it is. I think so. It, it might be, there, actually. There was one you were looking at. I'm Monastery sure Swiss Bear is a monk. Is a monk. Right? Human monk? Yeah, okay. Yes, I think you're right. So, uh, yeah, I really like a lot of the, like, flavor and artwork on a lot of the monk cards. Yeah. So I do want to have quite a few of those in there. Uh, yes, Strixhaven has given us a bunch of cool new tools. And I also actually... Um, one of my other decks, which is mm, I, I feel has a much lower power level, which is my Pirate Tribal deck, mm-hmm. I think I want to change it to be focused on treasures instead of just pirates. Makes a lot of okay. sense. Yeah, uh, like I want to I want to really focus on the strategy of uh, making loads of treasures in the deck, mm-hmm. um, so that I can 
have more mana, draw more cards, and then play more pirates, as opposed to... Like, I, I just find that with the deck at the moment, the bottleneck for me is always uh, mana, mm. I think. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, I, I want to add more ways sense. to make a bunch more treasures in that deck. So you could include like artifact synergies like where x equals the amount of artifacts you control or even just true, yeah. big things like you can ramp essentially you yeah can play ramp without green mm-hmm. um, which is you know it's always gonna be different and it's gonna be fun yeah so a few major changes that i want to make to a few of my decks mm-hmm. really in the spirit of um experimenting i think like i've yeah. had a bit of a hankering to build new decks lately but i also don't really want to build another deck so i think i want to rethink some of my existing yeah, decks yeah. instead that makes sense sarah have you had any thoughts about any of your decks recently do you plan on keeping them the same or yes i do yeah I'm quite... so i want to build another deck but uh-huh. I'm... i don't have too many decks i mean by okay. a lot of people's standards i probably don't but i feel like i don't want to how be... many decks do you have now three commander decks okay. two pauper decks right yeah so I don't know. Is one? Can you do four four, four commander decks? I have four commander well, decks. Yeah, but <laughs> like you say, I got d- different. Of having too many decks. <laughs> different people have different standards. <laughs> uh, I guess it's down to what you, what your standard is. Yeah. yeah. Just because we've had a few people like Sammy, you got your new Cascade deck, mm-hmm. and then our new player that we played with again on Friday got their first commander deck, which was super exciting. It was really good, yeah. And that was a great deck. That was the Quandrix Strixhaven Commander. Quantum Quandrix, yeah. I think the deck's called. Yes, uh, really yeah. good. Commander really good, 2021 yeah. Strixhaven token based strategy, yeah, right? Yes, uh, yeah. I mean, it's the, so the commander is uh, Adrix and Nev twin casters. Yes, which is a creature that has ward, so it has ward two, which makes mm-hmm. it harder to get rid of, yeah. which is really good for a commander to have built in ward. Yeah, um, and it's basically doubling season printed on yeah. a creature. A creature. Yeah. Uh, so doubling season in, in your command zone. Is actually it's really good. It's it's really really good commander. Yeah, um, out of the box it's so well, yeah, powerful. Yeah, like, I was gonna say like com- so we played five player mm-hmm. and literally out of the box a minute before we played the game it, it yeah. stood up totally. I think that's the thing because it's a commander product as well. Like and the those commander precons the one that costs a little bit more they're like thirty seven yes. pounds or something. Yeah, those ones are going to be really powerful out of the box uh, as opposed to like the twenty pound ones. We try- they are playable out of the box but not as powerful. What's There's- the elves one? That, that is a 20 pound, pound yeah. one, yeah. Um, that was part of the Kaldheim? Yeah, set? that was, um, what's, what's it commander? called? Uh, Lathril is Lathril, the commander. Yeah. What's the deck called? I can't remember that. that Kal- the name. Kaldheim, though. It came, out, yeah. it came out of Kaldheim. Yeah, it's a Kaldheim commander product. So it's not like a set or anything. Whereas yeah. the Strixhaven ones are a set of commander. Is it Commander 21? Yeah, it yeah. is. Yes. Um, so those ones tend to be a little bit more powerful, a bit more. Mm hmm. Might sneeze. <laughs> Good. If you address it, it always goes away. Yeah. <clears throat> That's true. But yeah, generally the, the Commander 21 products will be a bit more powerful. And yeah, we definitely saw that with our new player. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it really stood up. And yeah. I think they've piloted it quite well. So I'm, yeah, so much better than... I'm remembering my first game of Commander. Uh-huh. And I think it was probably only against you, Josh, right? And, and I'd have been playing Magic for a little bit by then. Yeah, then our new player, like, stomped. I think it did so well. Like, if you weren't playing Flicker yeah. again, I yeah, he, he, could, was, he could have had us. He was in a position, to, he was in a threatening position. Yeah, there. really. He had lots of engines down, lots of uh, tokens being generated. It was, yeah, it was good. Doing it really well. I remember, you know, um, some of the struggles that you had, Sarah, on, like, your last game of Commander. Which like, um, my last one is the one we just played. Yeah, and, you know, every other game that you played before that. Go on then, what's <laughs> this going to be? Oh, you know, just generally, you know, struggling to play magic it seemed like sorry um i've won three out of the last four weeks thank you very much yep. yeah 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 just, just, you're, you're carried by flicker yeah. <laughs> yeah um yeah no it was good fun it was good to see that deck in action and mm-hmm. yeah so no no immediate plans to get any decks or change them no because i don't i basically people are making decks so yeah. i'm like oh, i want a new deck but one. i don't know what i want so i feel like that's not a reason yeah. to get a deck but maybe something will inspire me my I think the fact that usually... you want to get a new deck could just be enough like that just gives you enough incentive to explore and yeah. look at decks to, to build yeah i suppose the typical way i've built commanders is i've seen a commander and gone oh, and then wanted yeah. to yeah mm. so yeah maybe i'll just wait for a new card to speak to me yeah we'll see there is a uh, dungeons and dragons coming out soon this is true that's gonna have five of its 
the four commander precons. Is it? Okay. Yeah, as That's opposed to the normal two, yeah. which is different. Because we saw the names for them, didn't we? We saw like the, oh, the yes. dragons one, yes. the dungeons oh, yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> dungeons and dragons. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, yeah, I've never be... had a precon deck, actually. Commander deck, anyway. So yeah. maybe... Maybe. I think there's some crazy good value in, in them. Um, especially, so... They all have like the the mana rocks that end the like, so they have command tower arcane mm-hmm. stigmet which I think that alone is really nice for them to yeah. include because they got really Sol pricey Ring too and Sol Ring, yeah, yeah. Um, and this is in the cheaper ones as well the twenty pound yeah, so ones that's already yeah. got to be well Sol Ring is like a couple of quid by itself right five five God is it five hundred I might have gone down actually I think it's I feel around like it was a couple of three quid. the last time I tried to the one. the the commander sort of like the most common commander rocks like arcane stigmet command tower and uh, Sol Ring tend to float around one to five pounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so they always come included, or well, generally they do. There are some really powerful cards uh, value wise as well. So uh, the Kaldheim, is it Kaldheim? No, it would have been the set before. The Zendikar Commander uh, package. You had Wyleth, which was what I bought, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. red white one. The other one was uh, AC, Tyrant of Guy Straight. Uh, no, no, I think AC was uh, Commander Legends. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Zendikar was Wyleth and Anawan. Commander yes, Legends was... was AC and... I can't remember the other one. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, you're right, I think. But the AC deck you can pick up, at least from our local game store, was for £20. Yeah. Okay. And the Commander itself is like £17. Mm-hmm. It has an Avenger of Zendikar in it. Mm. And those two cards yeah. alone make up the price. Okay. Um. So there's a lot of value to be attained from these decks, and you know if you're starting out, precon decks are always the yeah definitely the best way to go for getting into commander. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it was, it was really cool, really cool products. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I think that the AC deck probably is just better than the uh, like when you, when you look at it from an objective standpoint. I think value and power level probably better yeah, than quantum AC is a really powerful Yeah, AC is really good, but um, if somebody, yeah, when you're a new player, uh, yeah, I think that if you stick to a precon and you just pick one that you know seems to stand out to you, you're never gonna like a few months down the line, you're not gonna think, oh man, I really wish I'd got on the mm-hmm. AC precon instead of the exactly, the, yeah. the Condrix precon. Like, just pick whatever sort of whatever you're feeling at the time when you're looking yeah. at all the decks, uh, looking at all the boxes, wh- whichever one is sort of resonating with you. Yeah, I, I think it's a really safe bet to pick up any of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so big fan of the precons, and yeah, maybe we'll see if maybe. you wanted to. I was gonna say one of the most flexible decks we have is um, a Traxa. Yes, and that's always had always has the possibility of changing in whatever you want it to. Which I think I will do with that, but I would like to, you know, actually get <laughs> some <use> infect <laughs> before yeah. I swap it out. But I think I will do that with Traxa because it's a super great card and like you say, super versatile. Mm. Yeah, Traxa is a really fun deck for sure. But yeah, I want to win slash actually get to use infect for a bit before i swap it out because you're the only one that's won with that deck sammy and it was it, wasn't it was entirely infect. yeah un- there wasn't just, any infect uh, how did i i think you i just got, stompy didn't i so you um what's the card that lets you pick two creatures because you got, yeah, Elish so got shared, summons. shared summons um yeah it was those two and i think i was also proliferating what plus one counters on yeah. a traxer so she was getting up to like a 10 10 killing people with commander damage and yeah. stuff yeah so yeah that was that was my strategy i suppose <laughs> just beat down yeah. it was proliferate so i yeah. guess that that's what it does um yeah that was really cool that was a good deck it's good fun um so moving on uh one thing that happened this week as well for magic was uh, I'm, I'm assuming you guys wouldn't have played this, but for, as you know how Magic Arena does their FNM events, uh, mm-hmm. they last only for Friday. Mm-hmm. This Friday was one of the most fun events that I've played. Uh, and I think the general community agrees. Uh, it was Historic 100 Card Brawl, a.k.a. Commander. Okay, so yeah. that's why everyone um, on Twitter has been saying, let's yeah. make, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I've seen yeah. those tweets, but let's keep histor- uh, Historic Brawl with 100 cards. Yes. Okay. So that event was, yeah, as it says, 100 Card Historic Brawl. Mm-hmm. Um which is the first step towards Commander on Magic Arena. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, it was basically, yeah, it was Commander on Magic Arena, and it was a lot of fun, I have to say. Like, Brawl gets a bit boring because of the 60-card format. That Sometimes the decks are a bit too streamlined that way, yeah. because you can quite easily expect to get the cards that you want yeah. and mm-hmm. stuff. 100-card is just so much more fun, in my personal opinion. Um, what did you play? 
So I actually built uh, Beckett Brass as my mm. first ah, one because okay. I've always wanted to on Arena. It seems really fun. Yeah. yeah. Built Beckett Brass on Arena because I had the card and I thought I could just chuck it in. Lots of pirate support on there already. Yeah. Because uh, of Jumpstart as well. Jumpstart has a lot of pirates mm-hmm. on that itself. So it was, it was easy to build that deck and it performed really well. Um, they also introduced a matchmaking system with historic 100 card brawl. I'm not sure if they introduced it with that, but they, they sort of highlighted it with the uh, deck power level matchmaking. Mm-hmm. So if your deck was, you know, very strong power level, so one of them was Omnath, the four color Omnath, you can imagine is probably one of the strongest, yeah. Uh, yeah. probably one of the strongest commanders as well. Um, generally speaking, that would get matched with other decks of similar power level. A lot of the time would be Omnath mirrors, mm-hmm. so... That kind of deterred me from playing that deck because it's just lame. Yeah. No one likes playing mirrors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not as fun. Um, but yeah, so playing Admiral Beckett Brass, I came across way more diverse and way more fun commanders. Uh, I came up against someone who's using Teshar, which is the mono white. Uh, whenever you cast a historic spell, you can return an artifact from mana three or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is a very interesting card. Mm. It's like a Dominaria rare or something. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, there was just so many more fun decks playing a lower power deck. I did try like um, one of the higher power decks would have been like Turgrid or something, which is a mono black discard commander. She's really powerful, and all you get is Omnath yeah. and Mirrors and, and just the higher power ones. Yeah. So I think the matchmaking system was really nice. Uh, if you're playing a fun deck, you'll come across, uh, mm-hmm. come against more fun decks. Uh, and it, yeah, it was overall a really really fun event. Yeah, we do hope do hope to see it come back in the future. Um, it would definitely mean I play Arena a lot more because I've been playing a lot for Gladiator, as I've mentioned before. Yeah. Um, but Gladiator's a bit more competitive because you don't have a commander. It's just a 100-card singleton. Mm-hmm. Um, but with a commander, you know, there's, there's something more fun it's about just, that. Yeah, yeah, it's just more fun, isn't it? There's a, you have, your deck has more of a theme, and, and yeah, it was good fun. So Wizards, hopefully, they bring that back permanently. But, you know, we've been trying that with yeah. Historic Brawl. Yeah, Wizards have a habit of not, not listening to what people listening, want. Not listening, yeah. <laughs> Especially when it comes to stuff like this, yeah. Uh, like the struggles we had to just keep Brawl as, as a permanent <laughs> exactly. play mode. Yeah, Historic Brawl. Yeah. Which is still not a permanent play mode mm-hmm. on the arena. Just normal Historic Brawl. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was it was good fun for as long as it lasted. Uh, and yeah, that was all that really much pretty much happened this week. You know, we played FNM as mm-hmm. we would normally do at our local game store. Uh, and then I also played a bit of the FNM on, online. Yeah, good week for Magic, generally. Yeah, I think so. And I like that matchmaking system as well. Uh, I think that it does alienate a very small subset of players mm. who want to play the most powerful commanders, but not in those meta decks. Like, if you yeah. want to build a weird Omnath deck, then you're going to have a bad time, I'm guessing, yeah. if the matchmaking is done solely on the commander. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which I'm not sure how it's exactly to do otherwise. Works. Yeah. But... Um, but that's a very small subset of players, mm. and I think that, yeah, this is a fairly... If it just looks at the commander, and if it's considered a powerful commander, then it matches you up with other yeah. powerful commanders. Which is, that's like, a pretty simple way to do it, yeah. um, and reasonably effective, so I like that. Definitely makes it more fun to play and build new mm-hmm. decks, because you can build very niche commanders. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was a good event, good fun. Um, but... Uh, for for what I have planned for this episode, in lieu of, I guess, magic news this week, I thought we could take a look at something we haven't discussed on the podcast before, is the EDH or Commander ban list. Mm-hmm. So okay. there are lots of there are quite a lot of cards banned for Commander because it is an eternal format. Yeah. you have access to every card ever, mm-hmm. <laughs> including, you know, cards that aren't even standard sets or yeah. cards or whatever. So. We should get up the list on our yeah. friends. Yeah, I am and only aware of one card that's banned, and that's only because it was in It was in my our decks. friend's deck, yeah. No, it was in my was, deck, um... Braids. Oh, Braids. Was in, um... But yes, you're right. Um... There's, there's Braids and also Paradox Engine yes. is part of the banned list. Yeah, Braids was in... Braids Cabal Minion was in um, Tasa for a bit. Ah. Is it not anymore? No, was because... Was Braids banned as a commander? So I think so... that's what we decided when we added it in was that... It doesn't say banned as a commander because I yeah. don't really think it can say that. But yeah. I think it's too I think it powerful as a commander, yeah. which it wasn't. It was in Taser, but 
Yeah, I kind of mm. had it in for a bit, and then I felt a bit like it is actually a band. I don't think I should have yeah. it. Yeah, so I, I took it out. I think that's what we're going to find with a lot of these. Is a lot of them aren't going to be just inherently powerful cards. Uh, they're just breakable very easily mm. when they can be your commander yeah. or things like that. Um, okay, yeah. And that's the case with Braids. She's yeah banned. Like, I think she got banned because she's such a strong commander. But there is no banned as a commander. Yeah, you can't uh, do that. It's I just banned think. or not banned. Yeah. So. Okay, so. I've got the list up. Have you guys got? Have you guys looked at any of these cards, and have any of them stood out to you as to maybe like a question as to why they're banned? Because I found a few cards on here that I'm like, I really want to know why this is banned. Well, loads of them, I think. Yeah, loads. <laughs> also, of I, think, them. I think since most of them, you can tell off the bat why they're banned. Things like Black Lotus, yeah, uh, Caracas. The mocks. I was gonna say all the yeah. Yeah, all, all of those like the Caracas is a land that returns legendary creatures to your hand, and like, that's just ridiculous. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah, like we're playing a, a match where everyone has a legendary creature. Yeah, um, wow. So yeah, so I guess I'll just go ahead. Uh, I'll go first, and I think one of the cards that I, I so I'm not sure why this is banned, mm-hmm. and I I think there is probably good reason for it. I'm assuming there would be, but that is Primeval Titan. Mm. So Primeval Titan is a it's an it's an amazing card, first of all. Primeval Titan reads it's a six mana value card, so it costs four green green. Uh it is a giant with trample. Whenever Primeval Titan enters a battlefield or attacks, you may search your library for up to two land cards, put them onto the battlefield tapped and shuffle your library. Okay. And it's a six six. So I mean what do you guys think of that card? Well you want it in um your landfall deck, isn't it? Like, would, that's, yeah. that's why you want. It'll be amazing that, in my landfall You want them to yeah. listen to this and unban it so you can have it in your deck. Is that no? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I do think this is a really overpowered card, but it's not. I do, I'm not sure I... if I'm going to struggle with, unless it's super obvious. I don't know if I'm going to be a bit of a disadvantage trying to figure out why things. This is this are is this is why banned. I picked the cards there because I can't compare it to things like Black Lotus and Mox Jet and Mox yeah. Ruby. What do you guys think? Like, why do you guys think this card was banned? I think that Primeval Titan is a really powerful card, and it's easy to see that when you look at its ability and its stats. The reason that it doesn't seem broken is because it's appropriately costed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's four green-green, so it's fairly hard to cast. It's six mana, uh, so it doesn't seem like it's super broken. Mm. I think this is one of those cards where it's actually another card that breaks it. So, oh, okay, yeah. Um, uh, I, I don't know what exactly the strategy is, but I reckon there are ways, because it's an ETB effect, uh, yeah. and then it's on attack as well, there are probably right ways to um, sort of bring Primeval Titan into the battlefield early, uh, or, uh, and then ways to reanimate it for a turn, give it haste, let it attack, and then it sacrifices it. And, and so you can ramp really, really quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Let's say uh, there's so the, another card that's actually on this list, and I don't know whether this is the best strat- strategy with Primeval Titan, but another card on this list is Flash. I just I literally clicked that. <laughs> um, so Flash is one in a blue for an instant that reads: You may put a creature card from your hand onto the battlefield. If you do, sacrifice it unless you pay its mana cost reduced by up to two. Okay. So with Flash and Primeval Titan in hand, mm-hmm. that is two mana, search for two lands, put them on the battlefield. Tapped. Mm-hmm. Tapped. Yeah. Um, and that, and then, of course, you sacrifice your Primeval Titan, but that's very good. Mm-hmm. Next turn, you untap with four lands, um, and you could probably, I can't think of any, but you could probably play a spell that reanimates that Primeval Titan that you've sacrificed, get two more lands. Now it's turn three, yeah. and you've got six lands. You play a land, and you're on seven lands. Uh, maybe you give it haste and you attack with it and you're on nine lands by turn three. Yes. <laughs> this this is the thing. That is very strong, mm. but that's not... Like, I, I feel like that's really possible no matter what. Mm. I've, like, you know, instead of even putting a six-mana creature on, why not put an Emrakul in your hand? Well, I guess Emrakul's also bad. But, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just not, like... I'm not convinced. Like, that's a very obviously that is a very strong situation. Mm. But again, it's one in a ninety-nine. You know, you have to have those two cards and then those three cards in your hand, and then it. I'm, I'm not. I'm not sold. I'm not sold. So, that it's so OP. 
a what you also have to think about here is that most of these cards get banned mm. because of CEDH. That's true. Which yeah. we've yeah. never really played. But okay, yeah. Um, yeah, people will find ways to break it. And so I guess Primeval Titan being six CMC, I don't know if, you know, being able to fetch it with a Farhaven Elf, uh, like being able to tutor it, if that's mm. relevant, uh, whether you can like Neoform into it easily or something like that. Uh, but yeah, a lot of these cards will have, you know, so if you think in a normal Commander deck, Mm-hmm. Um, you think, oh, but it's just one card in the 99, it's two cards in the 99. Mm-hmm. It's not very likely that it's it's actually going to come up that early in the game. But in CDH, often the whole deck will be built around one right. particular yeah. synergy and will be highly optimised to make that consistently happen. Right. But I still can't wrap my head around the fact that I, I just can't see this as being one of the best six-mana creatures to fetch. Like, it's a six-mana creature, and if you can tutor it out, you get two lands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, do, two I lands. do agree with I do agree you with play you. a circuitous route. Having like <laughs> or... a quick look now at some of the other creatures that are banned. Yeah. Even Emrakul, like I said, I feel that's really obvious. And even yeah. some of the ones that Emrakul are is, yeah. less obvious. But yeah, I, I, I actually agree with you, Sammy, on this one. I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, there's, there, we could be really... like There's probably some reason. In fact, we can look it up after this episode. Yeah. There's probably some good reason as to why this card is banned. But I... I think what's happened is this card's. I, I'm assuming this is like a really old card because mm-hmm. this is Time Spiral, um, which was just recently remastered as well. Um, well, at least the artwork on on this one is. Um, so I, yeah, I actually know nothing about this card. It might not even be Time Spiral, the first one. It could be reprinted, but I think <clears throat> I don't think Wizards likes unbanning cards. Yeah. Uh, okay. And yeah. I reckon this might be a card that's old and was really powerful back in the day. Yeah. And now, having looked at the, where the game state is now, I feel like for six mana, you can get things that are just even better than Primeval Titan. Yes. Um, yeah. I think that's actually probably a fair shout. Unless we're yeah. missing, which we could well be. I mean, it will definitely be a case of it gets broken with another card. It's yeah. just that in standard, we see that happen live and we go, oh yeah, that's obviously broken. We're looking at all of these cards alone. So yeah. unless they're incredibly OP by themselves this doesn't seem I think you're right Mm. there are so many six mana creatures that are objectively better than this Uh so maybe it's maybe it's a case of when the set was at this stage this was ridiculous now it's not but maybe they don't want to go back on their word which is wrong (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so yeah so I'm I'm not. I'm not too. I'm not too sold on Primeval Titan just yet. But you know, maybe yeah, I will be sold in, like, yeah. if I look it up and do a little bit of research on it because I haven't. Yeah, so that's a little disclaimer. I have just looked at this list and looked yeah. at this card and picked it out. And we could have done research and kind mm-hmm. of come to this episode and it been an episode focused on uh, quirky commander bands and why <laughs> they're banned. Which actually is an interesting episode. I didn't yeah. know that to say it out loud. But <laughs> we wanted to kind of bring to you what. Uh, what our speculation looks like yeah. when yeah. we hear about a card and, and we hear that it's banned and we you know we wanted you guys to see what thought process we go through for assessing a card mm-hmm. um okay yeah so there definitely are some cards on here that are disgusting oh and, yeah and for absolutely sure. need to be banned i've, I've definitely um, been looking at them have so, you got one in mind <laughs> oh loads yeah <laughs> there are so many on <laughs> here would you like to talk I'm about looking at them getting upset that they're banned um so erio <laughs> yeah. soratami ascendant once you flip it, it counters the first spell cast what? every turn, uh... which is just horrendous. Fast Bond is horrific. It's a one-mana enchantment that yeah. lets you play as many lands as you want every turn, <laughs> which is just why, ridiculous. Why was that ever made? Just Ooh, ridiculous. Why was that ever made? <laughs> um, Emrakul. Oh, <laughs> yeah, one damage is absolutely nothing in Commander. In Commander, yeah. Uh, wait, so Emrakul Eon's Torn is banned yes oh the one that gives you an extra turn, extra turn. Okay. Uh, the promised uh, yes. end is not so the promised end is the one that lets you take control of another player yeah um which i think it's fine which is which is quite hilarious yeah <laughs> um yeah stuff like shaharazad which starts another game of magic <laughs> don't have time for that <laughs> nobody's in for that yorgmoth's bargain you skip your draw step pay one life draw cards that's just basically six mana draw 40 cards if you want 
Yeah. Um, yeah, Moss Bargain seems like a breakable. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, there are some that are just horrendous. You've got the Mock Cycle. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Leovold, Emissary of Trest as well. Uh, each opponent can't draw more than one card each turn, so it's got like yeah. that Narset mm-hmm. effect. Um, and then whenever you or a permanent you control becomes the target of a spell or ability an opponent controls, you may draw a card. Yeah, that now, is just a really powerful uh, yeah, commander. Really, yes. It, it's a three-mana commander. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so you could probably get it out on turn two in the right deck, and then you can just start wheeling mm-hmm. um, and making everybody discard their hands. Yeah, that yeah. And so awful. Yeah, just super breakable. Uh, so some of these are absolutely disgusting. Like, I'm reading them, and I'm like, that's, that is awful i hate it and i'm glad that it's (laughs) banned uh and yeah some of them some of them don't seem so bad yeah so i found another one that doesn't seem so bad and i have have good reasoning for this one as well uh that one is rafaelos lanawa emissary Mm -hmm. you guys want to go on that card that card is a two mana value card and it costs uh, a green green so double green for a legendary creature so this can be your commander yeah which is i guess an important factor yeah but it reads, uh, tap to add green for each forest you control, and it's a 2-1 creature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I... What do you guys think? <laughs> I, We have someone that has an elf deck. Mm-hmm. Isn't this in their deck? Not this card, but this isn't card. something... Probably not legendary. Maybe it's the fact that it can be your commander that makes it so OP. Yeah, so I think that might be... That, having looked at it... Literally that exact ability in the deck, though. Effectively. Yeah. Um, this is a very powerful effect, and... I, actually, now that I'm looking at it, as your commander, this might be a bit too broken. I, so yeah. I think this is the thing, isn't That's it? That's it. It's having like, having as, consistent access to this is ridiculous. Yeah. So yeah. The, nut, the nuts draw with this card is, say, uh, turn one, forest, explore, play mm. another forest, soul well, ring. can't turn one, explore. Is it? It's a two mana sorcery. Oh, is there a one mana enchantment that lets you play another land? Exploration. Exploration. Yeah, that yeah. was it. So turn one, forest, exploration. Mm-hmm. Turn two, oh, no, uh, then play another forest and play a soul ring. Mm-hmm. Turn two, you've got four mana at the start of the turn. So forest, forest, mm-hmm. and then two colorless. Yeah, yeah play uh, another two forest for your turn. Yeah, um, uh, play Rafaelos, and then you've still got four mana to do whatever you want with. Mm-hmm. I don't know, uh, but then the next turn, uh, you have. I mean, if you uh, if you've been really lucky, you have like eight mana, and Rafaelos doesn't have summoning sickness anymore, so that yeah. gives you sixteen odd mana on turn three. And if you can just spend somehow enough mana on something to untap Rafaelos, it's eight mana every time you untap him. Yeah. yeah. So the, it's the... a lot easier to untap creatures than it is to untap lands. Yeah. yeah. Uh, consistent access to this, it being your commander, makes a huge difference. I was gonna say the low ball for this card is to not play anything. If you only play your Rafaelos in turn two, turn three you still have six mana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So on if you play that's it, if you play a forest, then a forest, Rafaelos, then forest. Yeah. So you've got three forests, uh, you tap it for three free green and then tap your forest. Yeah, okay. That's every single game. <laughs> this yeah. Been yeah. Never mind. Yeah, okay. <laughs> on on uh, on analysing that card, yeah, that's broken. Should be banned. <laughs> Should be banned, it is. Yeah. Never mind. Ignore me. Okay. Anything else you guys want to point out on this list? It's a good old ancestral recall, which is one blue, uh, or just blue uh, instant target player yeah. draws three. Yeah. Which doesn't feel that bad. Doesn't feel that bad in Commander. Um, no. Like you can't have access to it every game. It's a good spell. Mm-hmm. It's better than any other cantrip. Yeah. Hands down. It's strictly the best cantrip. Yeah. Yes, it's strictly the best, but it still doesn't feel incredibly it's overwhelming. Powerful. I don't think it's any more overwhelming than like Dark Ritual. Is like Dark Ritual is strictly mm. the best like ritual card. Um, yeah, maybe Ancestral Recall deserves an unban. Maybe is it is, does it get like recently printed? Is it an old print card? Uh, what Ancestral Recall? Yeah, that's on the uh, reserve list. It's on the reserve list. Okay, yeah. that makes more sense. It's then. one of the Power Nine. That uh, okay. that makes more sense that it's uh, not playable in Commander. Then. Yeah, uh, yeah. Is the Power Nine just banned by default in Commander? It looks like it's possible. Uh, what is the power nine? Do you know? Uh, so you got Black Lotus, yeah, and the Sorry. Mock Cycle, yeah, Mock Cycle, um, Ancestral Recall, yeah. I think there is an extra turn spell. It might time be time. Walk. There is an time. Yeah, that is that is on here. Yeah. Uh, is it time taking extra turn? Time oh yeah, walk, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit broken. <laughs> Just a bit. Yeah, it's time walk. Um, uh, and then I can't remember the other ones. Um, Let's have a look, little little Google. Well, that's. Oh, eight. We found eight of them, I think. Yeah. Just so. there, so I'm gonna assume that would make sense. That 
What is the power nine? Power nine. Yeah, so there's like all the Marxes. Oh, time twister. So it is time walk, ancestral recall, and time twister, and then the Marxes and Black Lotus. So what is time twister? Yeah, time twister's not on this list. Not on this list. Time twister is a three mana uh, sorcery, costs two blue. Uh, set time twister aside in a new graveyard pile shuffle your hand library and graveyard together into a new library and draw a new hand of seven cards leaving all cards in play where they are opponents must do the same okay so it's a wheel effect basically but it's probably really cheap how much does it cost to cost three mana it's not super cheap wheel of fortune is three not wheel of fortune the, the OG wheel is three mana, yeah. right? The red one. That is Wheel of Fortune, I think. Is it Wheel of Fortune? Yeah. Isn't that the artifact from... No, that's Wheel of Misfortune. Ah. <laughs> See. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, I, that's not on here, which is interesting. Mm. Uh, one of the Power Nine. All the others are, though. Yeah, all of the others are on there, for, which makes sense. But I guess if... Because none of the wheels are on here as well, which is essentially all that is, so I guess it, maybe that's why. Ooh, this one doesn't look too bad. I can think of... Well, I can't think of on the spot, but Tinker. Uh, Tinker. Have a have a look at Tinker on the on the ban list. I feel like don't feel like that's, that's too bad. Okay. Right? I feel like that's insane. It oh. is. It is really powerful. Yeah, but I... that's three mana for a Blightsteel Colossus. So okay, that's yeah. in oh, a yeah, Simic deck. In a yeah, Simic okay. deck, that is turn two. If you ramp on turn one, uh, like turn one, Lanarar Elves. Turn two. <laughs> Tinker, or well, you have to have an artifact down. But I guess turn one, Soul Ring. I don't know. Yeah, turn two, ring, play this, sacrifice, this. sacrifice mm-hmm. a Soul Ring, Blightsteel Colossus, and then you hit someone, and that's game. Blightsteel yeah, Colossus you... does 11 infect damage, and that's just game. If yeah. you did what? Like turn one, Soul Ring, turn two, tap the Soul Ring and your blue land, mm-hmm. cast this, sacrifice the Soul Ring, yeah. and then you can also play a land for turns. You can play like a, if you're playing blue red. You could do like, uh, give creature haste. Yeah, yeah. Give your place. <laughs> I mean, obviously that's that is you know perfect world. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah. Okay, yeah. Kind yeah. Of, okay. That's, so that's just one of the things you can do. You could go with this into planar bridge or something. Mm. Planar bridge lets you. Well, find can you? Planar bridge is the Esika one, right? Huh? Planar bridge is that the Esika dual phase card? Oh, maybe. Isn't Am I one? thinking of planar portal? That's what I thought the other side of this. Oh no, that's Prismatic Bridge. Ignore me. <laughs> Going off off track here. Planar Bridge is a six mana artifact, legendary artifact that reads pay eight mana, tap it, search your library for a permanent card, put it onto the battlefield. So actually that's not as good because you still need to pull the mana into it. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, <laughs> there are definitely like really strong artifacts that you could cheat into the onto the battlefield on turn two. Yeah. Uh, so I can see that being super super powerful okay yeah that that's true that Big does seem note. really powerful you're right um yeah i guess there's not much else to say about that one yeah i suppose when i saw artifact blight steel colossus in place like that is not where my head went i was just yeah. thinking mm-hmm. of i don't know just more normal artifacts but yes here here is a, a couple that i think so these are on the balance i'm assuming because they are hilarious okay hilarious <laughs> cards um that is both chaos orb and falling star uh, Sarah, would you like to read out Chaos Orb? Because I think you'll find this quite funny. Okay. And you might have seen it before because it's quite uh, a famous one. But it's probably banned because it's just ridiculous. I have not seen this before. I mean, the artwork is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but read the, read the card. So it's. This is real, two by the way. Mana for a mono artifact. Uh, one, pay one, flip Chaos Orb onto the playing. Oh, okay. It's one of these ones. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I will read out. Flip Chaos Orb onto the playing area from a height of at least one foot. Chaos Orb must turn completely over at least once or it is discarded with no effect. When Chaos Orb lands, any cards in play that it touches are destroyed, as is Chaos Orb. Yes, that's great. Do you know what, though? I think this card can be unbanned now that we are in the era of coronavirus. Uh, yeah. Because the big plastic shields that you have between you <laughs> yeah. make this you very difficult. Yeah, that's yeah. True. You pretty okay. much only get to wipe your own board. <laughs> I really like this card. That's so great. Yeah, I've not seen this before. There was in, I think it was in the uh, Brandon Sanderson cube, 
Was it in this one? Uh, no, that was no, Clay Pigeon. No, I keep getting that. No, not this one, but a similar one where you had to yes. throw something from a height. That's what I've seen, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that was like Clay Pigeon or something. And you had to throw it from, what, six foot in the air or something? And they had to, if they caught it, they didn't do damage, right? Something like that. Yeah, well, I think it's something, yeah. With that card, you have to hold it a certain height in the air, drop it, and then catch it again. Um, well, the person that was not trying not to get I think this could be really fun, right? to be honest. Like yeah, that. this is great. This would be a like really fun card. Like, we should <laughs> just we should just uh, introduce like a house rule, not to unban the card, but maybe have like a you know if if the board state gets a bit stale, we mm-hmm. have like a, a chaos orb has appeared mm-hmm. and we rolled to throw yes, it. Yes. something like that. Please, I, I think love we that. should do that. That'd be really fun. That's great. <laughs> and we just throw throw a card and throw a chaos orb, and then yeah, falling star is a similar. Uh, similar to Chaos Orb, like you throw it from a height. I don't know what they were thinking when they printed these. Um, I guess they were just having fun, but these yeah. were these were legal cards. 1994, I suppose. When did Magic? When was the first set? Do you guys we know first Magic Ooh. set? Oh, it was Alpha. No, when? Oh, when? 93. Yeah, yes, this is 94. So they're just they were just having fun out, with it. Right? Yeah. Just having fun. That's pretty funny. Um. But yeah, I'm I'm down for a house rules chaos orb. That sounds house great. House rules chaos orb. Yeah, I think that'd be great. Okay, yes, yeah, so there are a lot of good, uh, great cards on here. Um, but I'm still I'm still still not sold on Primeval Titan. I think it's really powerful and it's an amazing card. Yeah. But I don't know. It just doesn't seem ban worthy. I agree with you. I think it. I think it's a case of when it was banned, mm. it made total Much sense. Cool. Whereas now, I think there are just cards similar to it. I think one card on here that is worth talking about at mm. least is loot tree oh yeah yeah loot so loot tree the spell chaser is banned um it's pretty op <laughs> so i'll read it out it's one and then high hybrid blue red blue red yeah uh, so it costs it has a mana value of three um it has flash and it's a three two elemental otter and it also reads, when Lutri the Spell Chaser enters the battlefield, if you cast it, copy, target, instant or sorcery spell you control. You may choose new targets for the copy. And it has companion. Its companion restriction is each non-land card in your starting deck has a different name. So that's why it's banned. Yeah, that is yeah. exactly why it's banned. Well, why? Why is it banned? Because, so as I understand it with companions, is it potentially puts a little bit of a downside to your deck mm-hmm. but i mean in, in Commander, is, all of your cards have a different name anyway so this is a no free downside. card yeah in every blue red yeah. deck yeah if you're playing yeah if you can play those colors surely you would just have this as a companion right it, there's, yeah. there's no point in not no yeah. point in not, yeah yeah it, it is just strictly a free dual caster mm-hmm. mage um do people play this in standard or is that it, it got no play in standard it's, it's, yeah. it's not bad in standard it's, no but i mean because it's too awful in standard right no, I, I, it's I, not good enough yeah i don't the, think there's any decks that would want to play it really bad card design with this because hmm. it's absolutely unplayable absolutely unplayable in any format but commander yeah. and it's just a free card in commander with no yeah. downside any single to format like brawl is worth banned in mm-hmm. yeah it is a really poorly designed card was yeah. it ever not like it Sometimes was, they they're banned before they're even printed in certain formats, right? It was banned before, banned before it was printed. Yeah, yeah, released. That feels like an oversight. It is. It's even ridiculous. existing. They made this card, and then before the set came out in Ikoria, they're like, "Yeah, we know you guys have seen Lutri. Um, huh. Yeah, it's OP. We'll ban it." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just like what? Yeah, I feel bad for like you know the artists and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> the people that really worked on the cool. card. I like, don't. No. I think I think this card probably gets more publicity than loads of magic cards. Yeah, yeah but how it doesn't get play though. Yeah, yeah no one buys it. No either. one buys it. How does it work with the art? Is it do I'm they just pay them not... for the yeah, art, for the not like how many I, cards? That I would don't be unfair, do it yeah. and stuff because they don't sell singles, do they? That's true. Wizards don't sell singles. So yeah, idiots. Uh, but yeah, I thought I thought I think Lutri is one of the worst. I don't know why Mental Otter is so and cool. It's, it's I think it's a good kind of lesson in how to assess. The power of cards because when you read stuff like ancestral recall and time mm-hmm. twister mm. uh, and even the moxes you know you don't think that, oh that's not that powerful when mm. you look at it but when you are assessing the power of magic cards what you need to do is not just look at the raw power of the card but look at the balance between the power and the cost mm. um almost all magic cards are supposed to have a cost and where cards get really good is often where you're playing a deck where that cost is heavily mitigated. 
Like, for example, if you are playing a card that has uh, red and blue in its mana cost, mm -hmm. if you're playing a red and blue deck, the cost of that... Um, the, the, it's a lot easier to cast that spell. And so yeah. that reduces... Or that makes it the cost easier to pay for you, which makes the card more powerful in relation, right? Mm -hmm. uh, the problem with Lutri is whilst it's not actually that powerful, the cost of having it in a commander deck is zero. There is yeah. no yeah. reason not to play it. It's There's no downside. Yeah. And that makes it, in a way, infinitely powerful. It does. Mm. I agree. There is there is no... You're right. Like That's why people have been discussing the banning of Sol Ring. Mm -hmm. um, because when you think yeah. about... I know, we love Sol Ring. <laughs> but when you do think about it, why would you not play it? Yeah. yeah. A, a lot of um, pods it, will have a house rule where they just don't play Sol Ring. Why don't you play it? I have Karuga as my companion. I do play it in every other <laughs> I was, my I was gonna ask yeah. yeah. I play yeah. it in all my other decks, yeah. No, when, whenever there is a card where there is just no reason to not play it, mm. uh, that's a bad card. And yeah. that's a good reason to ban it. Yeah. I agree, yeah. Yeah, that's generally like how they assess bans, doesn't they? Um mm -hmm. But Wizards keep putting Soul Ring for it is a good example. Uh, I think the the thing with Sol Ring is that it's not zero cost. It's very, very low cost. Yes. Um, it's not zero cost because it takes up a card. It mm. takes up a slot in your hand. Yeah. yeah even um, if it was zero cost, I don't think it would be banned because, again, it does take up a slot. Take up a slot. I think yeah. it would. I think Actually, if, yeah, it was, no, it would. if it was zero mana, add one but, colorless, that, that would be banned. Why are there yeah. any cards that are zero mana? Yeah, they're they're, they, were, they were printed early. Yeah, I but, just... Um, well, no, in, in the last, like year or so there's been like Tormod's Crypt which is a zero mana artifact that exiles all cards from a graveyard yeah, yeah. I just don't understand why you would print a zero mana card it's weird I, 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 I just find I just looking at all the well it's uh, I mean it's just play design isn't it yeah but that <laughs> just doesn't make sense to me yeah it, it is unusual um, but then it's so like when you imagine let's take for example Tormod's Crypt uh, a zero mana I can't remember exactly what it does but it's a zero mana artifact it taps to exile all cards from a graveyard. I think you sacrifice it. You sacrifice it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you sacrifice it, tap it. Um, it's a standard legal card right now. It's in Theros. Mm -hmm. Standard mm -hmm. legal um, is not played at all over things like Soul Guide Lantern, which costs no, one mana. That's because it doesn't give you any kind of card advantage mm -hmm. or add board presence. The cost yeah. that you pay is that, yes, you exile your opponent's graveyard, you also exile yours. Yeah. Um, and so there is a cost attached, and it's a slot. Oh, Tormod's Crypt, I think so. I don't think so. I just had it up. But I, either way, like it's the f the cost of it being zero. No. I'll target players' graveyard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so the cost of it being zero is not really important, especially in standard. Uh, it's not standard band, because in and modern band and things like that, and just any other format, the, the cost of it being zero is actually not that good, because, yeah, you don't pay many mana for it, but it takes up a slot in your deck. Like you, yeah. Whether or not you pay zero or one mana for it, if you had a one mana card or a two mana card that's like exile target opponent's graveyard, you wouldn't play it because it seems like kind of redundant. Mm -hmm. So then, when you reduce that to zero, it's like, well, is that still even worth it? Yeah, I suppose. Like, it's... would you want to draw that off the top of your deck? Yeah. Like, that's where it gets to. With it's power a specific levels. good card, isn't yeah. it? Mm -hmm. Whereas Lutri can give you board presence mm -hmm. and it can give you card advantage or whatever you want because it can copy a spell. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, it can even be a counter spell actually. Because mm -hmm. uh, yeah. you can it choose can new targets for a copy, mm -hmm. yeah, and it has flash, so it is, you know, yeah. In any red or blue decks, mm -hmm. this is, uh, yeah, I, it, it, it really is just. Uh, there's just no downside. There's when there's no reason to not play it. Yeah. Soaring is the same. There's no reason to not play it in almost every deck, yeah. and uh, that does make it ban worthy, I think. But wizards do keep putting it in new products. The commander advisory group have said adamantly that they're not going to ban it. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. It, it, it's hard to evaluate it, but yeah, I would say I would say Lutri deserves ban more than anything. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty pretty awful. Companions are just so botched. Like mm -hmm. a companion was would be such a cool mechanic if they did it right. I yeah. think it's a, such a great idea to have like a deck restriction and a, another companion yeah. with you. Mm -hmm. But the way they've done like all of them is just so poor. Yeah, I, I think. agree. Um, some of them are, are good and, and really well, not even good. Some of them are bad, which has been wasted fun, like Karuga. Mm -hmm. uh, but some of them are just ridiculously overpowered. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they, they they kind of botched the design. But anyway, that's another that's another conversation. <laughs> um, anything else you guys want to talk about on this list? Anything that like catches mm -hmm. your eye? 
How about this one? Um, gifts ungiven. Uh, so. Oh yeah, I looked at this one earlier. Yeah, really nice artwork. Yes. Yeah, um, so gifts ungiven is a four mana value instant, and it costs three blue. Uh, it reads. Search your library for up to four cards with different names and reveal them. Target opponent chooses two of those cards. You put the chosen ones into your graveyard and the rest into your hand. Shuffle your library. Mm. Obviously, this is a really, really powerful card. Yeah. Uh, four mana. Draw two from your deck. Two to two cards. Yeah, it's two to two, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. So draw two to two from your deck. Um, and yeah, like especially in a singleton 100 card format, you're almost mm-hmm. always going to have four good cards that you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Puts them into your graveyard as well. So if you're playing like a Sultai Moldrotha deck, that's just drawing two yeah. for four. Yeah, um, yeah I, I thought it was a cool one because it doesn't seem like it's as, as wild and crazy as the other cards says, but it is actually really, really powerful. Yeah, mm. um, yeah. there's a lot of interesting cards on here. Um, really cool list of uh, banned cards. So I can't remember what the combo is, but Gifts Ungiven is part of a combo. Which oh, okay. is yeah. uh, used in modern. Um, it's it's a f- f- definitely not upper tier. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's sort of mid to low tier, but there is like a mid to low tier modern storm deck. Yeah. Uh, running gifts and given. I think it's red blue. Um, uh, I can't remember what the combo is, but yeah, there, there's a there is a combo that exists where you can kind of uh, storm off with with this card. Uh, and I think that's probably contributing to it being banned in Commander. Mm-hmm. But yes, I agree. It kind of... Um, you can see this card being strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't look ban-worthy. I reckon it was banned because of, of the combo. combo. I yeah. think it is ban-worthy for its its mana cost alone. Like four mana instant is really powerful. Mm. Um, mm. And I can kind of pre- compare it to something like Ecological Appreciation, which is recently... recently <laughs> almost botched that sentence because of how hard it is to say ecological appreci- appreciation <laughs> um, yeah it was recently printed in Strixhaven which is a uh, similar kind of effect with creatures you you, you pull four creatures uh, and you have to pay X where X is the mana cost of those creatures mm-hmm. or less mm-hmm. um, and you get to choose two of them or something um, yeah similar kind of uh, start but yeah being four mana is way too cheap for that effect I think um, yeah Pretty cool card, though. Is there any cards on here that you guys would love to, like, play in your deck? Other than, like, the Mox ones and the obvious ones. Anything that, like, specifically... Yeah, specifically works with your decks. So, before we get to that, I've just read another one, which I can't quite figure out how this is broken. Okay, which one? It's Recurring Nightmare. So it's two and a black for an enchantment that reads, Sacrifice a creature, return Recurring Nightmare to its owner's hand. That's the cost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the effect is return target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield. Activate this ability only any time you can cast Ooh. a sorcery. I missed this one. Yeah. Okay. So I guess it's a three mana reanimate. Yeah. Mm. But you also have to sacrifice a creature. Yeah. Which is probably pretty easy to do. But that doesn't seem too bad to me. It's one mana off of blood for bones, <laughs> which is a common. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then it does go back to your It's hand. repeatable. I mean, you have to pay the mana again. So... You can keep doing that. That's true. The card advantage is kind of insane. Yeah. I can imagine can there's some it. really powerful combo-, combo with this. This looks like a combo card to me. Mm. Um, maybe something with, like, uh, Garner the Blood Flame and Darkside Extortionist or something. Yeah. It looks really powerful. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. I can see this being broken because of that. Yeah. That because it has that built-in recurability. Mm-hmm. The recurability and the free sacrifice outlet. Yeah. Well, yeah. free sacrifice being sacrifice a creature, um, which is a wait. Yeah, that is a free sacrifice. It outlet, is. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think I can't. I can't tell you like this card alone should be banned. Yeah. I, I can definitely imagine there's some combo ability in there that is mm-hmm. really powerful. Yeah. Seems seems really good. But yeah, so have you guys thought of any cards that you might uh, have wanted to play in one of your decks? Obviously for me, Fast Bond in yeah. Wingrace would be amazing. <laughs> be a little bit OP, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there are the obvious ones, like Titan. Time Vault and Time Walk are just Yeah, there's not ridiculous. a whole lot of like, themed cards. Yeah, like what's good specifically for our decks? I guess I did, I did play Braids, but I didn't actually think it was amazing. Ooh, okay, how about this one? This one's good. Um, so this is a card that is specifically banned in 
one of the episodes we talked about the different formats. Mm. Um, you talked about was it? I can't remember what the format was called. The one where it's like a an assassin and stuff. It's called Wayfarer. No, that's oh no, Wayfarer was that was your D and D one. Yeah, what was treachery. Your... Treachery. We talked yeah. about it on the podcast yet. Yeah, we have. Right. I'm not sure. If it was uh, yes, the I believe so. Either way, there's a format called Treachery. It's really cool. I don't know if it's um, on or off podcast. I feel like it is. Anyway, um, <laughs> in that format, trade secrets is banned because it makes a lot of uh, sense yeah. because you're working with other people. Mm-hmm. However, trade secrets also being banned in normal EDH. How do you guys, what do you guys think about that? I don't know if that should be banned. I think it should. Yeah. Uh, because, yeah, because of the politics. So you could give two players at the table such a massive massive advantage over everyone else yeah yeah that i think it's broken but couldn't you just wipe someone out with this like target opponent draws two cards Mm -hmm. you draw four cards so if i'm the opponent if i just draw 20 cards you draw Draw. 40 or what if i just draw 50 cards you draw 100 you lose the game and i have 50 cards in my hand Maybe right. That's how that would work. Yeah, but that would Traffic be the repeat this process mm-hmm. time. yeah. So it'd just be three mana. I lose the game. You draw fifty cards. Yeah, but that's the same right? maybe that is why it's bad. It's so bad. <laughs> is it playable um, in it? Is it played in anything? I guess not. Cause it, is it an old card? That's but all you old. need is like Thassa's Oracle down, and that changes everything. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm sure. Again, this is probably part of some combo. But I think that even if it wasn't. Um, let's say we use this honestly like I cast this uh, I pick Sam mm-hmm. uh, then you know you draw 30 cards I draw 60 mm. nobody's beating us <laughs> nobody's beating us then that's fair I um, suppose let's yeah. say uh, yeah like especially if you're playing like a graveyard recursion deck you know you draw yeah. 60 cards pick the 7 you want discard 53 yeah. that's too much that's way okay. too yeah. much I can see that I can see that but I also feel like you would probably pick whoever's worse at the table or yeah. is the farthest feathers behind because so they're going to want to do it yeah maybe it's like a I don't know I, I I guess it is a little bit overpowered and I see why it's banned but I think it is one of the lowest power on here to be honest especially for uh, like free for all commander um, yeah there's obviously team based commander games or team based EDH would just be ridiculous yeah um, I would play this card I think it'd be fun I think it'd be great in your Eldrazi kind of group hug kind of deck <laughs> yeah your eldrazi yeah. politics we'll call it eldrazi politics, yeah, I, yeah i think i think this would be fun i think yeah i can see how it could be broken mm-hmm. but i think well i was about to say if you play it honestly i think it could be fun but that's but go, that goes for every card, card. Yeah. yeah it goes for well, any you can't card. Really play black words honestly <laughs> <laughs> you can you yeah, could yeah get for three mana and pass <laughs> you could play a land, play a Black Lotus, tap your land, sacrifice your Black Lotus, mm-hmm. and then with the four mana that you've got, play a 3-3 three, three with flying. That's hey, not playing hey, the Black like, Lotus, play, honestly. Play hard cast Augury Raven. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's playing the well, how, Augury how, Raven. You're right, you're, you yeah. are still cheating out a four yeah, mana still cheating out out a four one. I don't think you can play okay, Black Lotus picking honestly, bad cards. Honestly, honestly. Yeah, that's just... Yeah. Not doing well at magic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> Fair point. Okay. So, okay. So the final card that I want to go over for this list um, is Sylvan Primordial. Now, Sylvan Primordial reads, a seven mana value creature for a six eight with reach. Uh, it costs five green green. You get a creature avatar, which is... When Sylvan Primordial enters the battlefield, for each opponent, destroy target non-creature permanent that player controls. For each permanent destroyed this way, you search for a forest card, put it onto the battlefield, tapped, and shuffle your library. So, 7 mana, 6, 8, enter the battlefield, destroy 4 non-creature mm. permanents, or 3. That's absolutely playing. disgusting. It yeah. is nuts. Um, <laughs> and then you ramp 3. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, like, this is a very powerful card. For, yeah, for seven mana is a bit too cheap to be honest because you have things like Terastodon which yeah, is similar like and it gives this, the opponent things instead yeah. like you do all that stuff and then you still have a 6-8 at the end of it mm-hmm. it's ludicrous yeah yeah, um, yeah I compare it to Terastodon in terms of cost play the shit out of this in Flicker, in Flicker. Yeah. oh my god oh. yeah this is one for you definitely <laughs> yeah yeah. This, this card just looked ridiculous to me mm-hmm. 
severely low costed. Even at seven mana, I think it's yeah. just severely low costed. Um, the non creature permanent is important. Oh, wait. Non creature permanent. Oh, that yeah. That's land. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So you could destroy, yeah. Some... Destroy land for each person. And get then three you land. get three lands, yeah. <laughs> or get X lands. Yeah. yeah, that's absurd. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to say this card is, is, isn't is broken. Uh, I was going to say this is ridiculous. So this is even more ridiculous now. Yeah. Um, cool card, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. What was that? What set is that? That's, uh, the set symbol looks familiar. It's so, one I've seen before. I can't remember, though. It's like gates or something? Uh, it could be. Oh, through the gate watch or something. Something like that. Anyway, yeah. Um, so insane. What I find quite interesting is looking at the brawl band cards as well. Oh and, yeah. And kind of comparing them because they're similar formats. Yeah. So well, brawl is standard cards, isn't it? Yes. All yeah. standard legal sixty cards instead of a hundred, but still oh, singleton, okay. and you still have a commander. So Dranith Magistrate is on there. Mm. Obviously, that just stops you from casting, from casting a commander. A commander. Right? Yes. Is that the same in? Uh, in Commander. Is yeah. that how that works? I can imagine. But I can imagine yes, the reason it's yeah, banned in Brawl would. is because there's less easy ways to deal with that, mm. I suppose. Yeah. Like Commander, you can play a bit more of a wider card pool, or yeah. a way more wider card pool that can probably deal with that a bit easier. Yeah. Um, Same with Sorcerer Spyglass, yep. which is on this list. You could name your opponent's Commander, and then that just shuts them out of the game. Yeah. Um, Ruined Halo, I think, is probably a similar thing. Yeah, you name the commander. You, you name the commander, and you have protection <laughs> from it. And then you've got Oko, Omnath, and Winota, which are just yeah. supposedly really powerful commanders. Winota's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> she was actually so Winota was unbanned for the hundred card historic brawl because mm. she is way worse than the hundred cards. Because mm-hmm. uh, obviously you're looking at the top six cards of your library, and in a sixty card deck, that's really powerful. Yeah. But in a hundred card, she was actually unbanned. Yeah. Well, I thought I'd throw that in there okay. a little bit. A little bit of Winota love. Free Winota. I love Winota. <laughs> um, and yeah, like, so Oko and Omnath, just such absurdly powerful cards on their own mm-hmm. that they just warrant banning. Uh, Winota is also super, super powerful in when you have yeah. the right deck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I suppose. Um, and I find it interesting that the banned cards for Brawl are basically just these cards, like, we'll ban anything that stops you from having fun uh, and mm-hmm. anything that's too powerful. I think it's also important as well with Dranus Magistrate and the card you name is Brawl is a one-on-one format. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. So naming your opponent's one, and that's the only one you have to deal with. Yes. Like in Commander, you've that's got, true, yeah. Like, if, if you, if you name commanders. Yeah, like if you Dranith Magistrate, I guess that does affect all of your opponents. But yes. like if you use Sorcerer Spyglass on one person, the other, I'm sure the opponent can be like, guys, can you get rid of that, please? Yeah. I don't I, like yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I think the politics plays a big part of it. Yeah. Like in a four-player game, if somebody plays Dranith Magistrate turn two, mm. They're getting kicked out of the game. Saying, yeah. There's also and three other people taxes, to deal with it. Yeah. And then out of the store, and then nobody's playing one of them again. <laughs> yeah. um, whereas one-on-one, you don't have the same politics. Yeah, exactly. And so it's yeah, the dynamic is a little different. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, How often do we say, okay, guys, we need to deal with this particular mm-hmm, thing, and there's mm-hmm. three or four of us to deal with it, so it's definitely going to happen. Usually right. somebody says that about every single thing that somebody else does. <laughs> yeah. I find in our play group. Do you think? I feel like, yeah, I feel like it gets to a point in our play group where... No matter what somebody does on their turn, somebody at the table will be like, "Okay, we we need to deal with that, guys." <laughs> yeah, is it... we do do that. It's because we we assess what well, I like to assess whatever is the most powerful thing on the board at the moment, and then yeah. I'm just like, "That's a problem, guys. It's deal problem, with it." Guys, mm-hmm. deal with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah we kind of do that. Maybe, maybe there's quite a lot of politics in our games. I think though. Yeah, there's there is quite a lot. Um, but yeah, that's all. That's all there was for me that I wanted to talk about in terms of the band cast. There's, so we actually have access to all the band cards in, in Magic history, and there's actually some really cool cards on here. Yeah. But we won't go into them. Um, we'll finish up there. Yeah. Overall, like the commander ban list is, is, I guess it all makes sense to me now. Yeah. Um, well, I'm still not sold on Primeval Titan. <laughs> You're but just I'm really sure... sold it'd be great in your deck. I'm not sold No, I, I, do, I do agree with you. I, I think there are cards that do a similar thing. Yeah, in comparison to the other cards, and yeah, there are cards that are similarly for six mana, mm-hmm. just get away with the game much faster than Primeval Titan would. Yeah. Um, if anybody knows, though, if anyone wants to tweet us the yeah. reason, I mean, we could Google it, but if anyone wants to tweet us the reason, <laughs> that'd be great. Yeah, let us know why you think uh, Primeval Titan is super bannable I mm. guess uh, or it is just bannable um, and yeah that's I guess that's all we have for today's episode so 
Thank you for listening, peeps. Unless there's anything else you guys want to say. No, that's no, all this I is got. Just, yeah, yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, uh, then thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys on the next one. So, are you sure you don't want to just like. No, I'm good. This is. It might be like it for a little bit. Okay. You sure? Yeah, I'm right. Your voice fine. will be a bit nasally, though. Don't we talk about. Huh? Don't we talk about. <laughs> you, did you put on? What did you say? <laughs> don't we talk about. He's putting on. It sounds exactly the same. I think we should take a little intermission. He's it on. No, it sounds exactly the same. You're putting it, it on. It sounds exactly the same as it always does. It doesn't because I couldn't talk to you for so As the host of this episode. <laughs> Let's have an intermission. No, I'm good. I'm good now. Are you sure? Yeah. It'll take that quick to hmm? heal your... We'll just wait. If Maybe it doesn't take... Y- <laughs> take... Shut up. 